What is up, guys? Welcome back to episode four of the Deep Dive Podcast with Anthony and Justin. We have a huge episode today, obviously tons of stuff in the news. Justin? Um, yeah, today we have a great episode uh, with topics going from the election to football, basketball, baseball. And yeah, we've got the, pretty much everything today. Yep, into the new PS5 and Xbox Series X. It's going to be, it's gonna be interesting up. next couple of weeks, but... Uh, think obviously the main story in the news right now the election lots of stuff going on there right now biden is in the lead looks to be the clear winner as of right now but we'll talk about that in another time but for now we're going to talk about a big topic that was spoken about this week on social media censorship censorship was the first tweet that was made about it was made by face banks as many of you know him if you don't he's one of the co-owners of face he's been with face since the beginning He's still working today with FaZe to make the brand the best as it could possibly be, as we spoke about in a previous episode. But FaZe Banks made a tweet saying, censorship, the First Amendment, too much to type, but this shit is so fucking important and extremely dangerous. I'm not cool with it and neither should you be. He added Twitter. He added Jack, who ha- who is one of the, who's one of the big guys at Twitter who does a lot of the monitoring of posts and stuff like that. And he adds... YouTube is it as well on this tweet. Now, the reason for this was in, in, and he added a note with a statement. He said, this is just the beginning of it. Listen, I voted Biden and I'm happy with the fact that he'll most likely win. But if you can truly say at Twitter, at Jack, haven't been absolutely biased in censoring the right over the last 24 hours, you're just being dishonest. And you know what? I agree with this. I did see a lot of censorship. Look, I don't know much because I didn't see all of the tweets that were censored. But when it comes down to tweets, I think on social media, everyone should have a platform. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Um, everyone in the United States is entitled to their own opinion. Right. They could say whatever they want, feel however they want. And it's not right for that right to be taken away from someone. It just isn't at all. Like, I know, like, people might disagree, but, like, there's no reason why someone's voice can't be heard out yeah. there to someone else. It's not fair at all, and it's honestly disgusting to me. I mean, I, 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 we spoke about this earlier, and, and Justin, you brought up a great point. You know, when it comes down to val- validity of a post, mm-hmm. if the tweet is wrong and it's not accurate, mm-hmm. obviously... I agree that it should be taken down and it should be flagged at least. Like what Trump said about like exactly. and ballots and stuff like that. Like it just, isn't, it ain't true. Like I know you're yeah. just trying to make up some false reason for why you're losing right now, but like. Yeah, on, he's, he's just trying to make it. excuses. And I think right now, you know, it's, it's a great point that you made with that because obviously censorship is wrong and People go to social media to have a platform to say what they want. Obviously, there's going to be criticism most of the time because mm. there's always going to be someone who disagrees with you. But yep. I think that it's still very wrong to censor someone or to take someone's tweet down um, as a result of that statement that maybe, you know, obviously Twitter, most of these sites are leftist, which I have nothing wrong with. But I, it's like... For them to censor someone on the right is wrong. And even if it was vice versa, if it was right censoring the left, it would be wrong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we said, we, we, we like to keep politics out, but 
we have to talk about the things when they're wrong and mm-hmm. call it how it is. And in this case, it is wrong. As much as we disagree with what the right has to say, we we do feel like there needs to be some sort of change in that matter because everyone should be allowed to say what they want. Agreed. It, social media is a platform that people come to to say what they want yep. and say how they feel. And that's important for people to have a platform like, to express how like they're feeling and like it's just taking a right away from them. Like it ain't it's not it ain't fair at all, you know? I agree. I mean, I think I think it will get fixed. I think it's just cuz I guess like Twitter is trying to like cut down and I I think like the the Trump tweet was obviously it was in- inaccurate and it was pretty clear that he was just trying to like spark some sort of yeah. like arousal between like all voters and mm-hmm. people in the country for sure to try to like expose some sort of fraud that was going on but other than that i don't think people should get censored but i mean it, it's obviously something that needs to get fixed and i think i think twitter admin will definitely take care of that for sure but yeah it'll, sure. it'll, it's going to be interesting i think obviously the outcome of this election is is going to be historic mm-hmm. regardless of which way it goes yeah um with covid and all the mail in ballots uh, there's going to be a lot to see here and you know you're going to hear it here as much as we possibly can because, you know, obviously that's what you're here for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right now um, the election looks like it's favoring Biden yep. to win it all. Um, he just needs six more electoral six more votes electoral to hit votes, two, 270. And um, looks like it'll be coming from Nevada. Uh, from Nevada, and he's starting to be favored in Pennsylvania that's to true. win. Yep. And uh, and Georgia is very close right now. But, yeah, Georgia um, came back into... Biden's favor. So. Yeah, but Trump needs some kind of miracle to pull yeah. this off. But right now, Bi- Joe Biden looks like he's going to be the very new president of the United States. So, so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, these next couple of weeks, I don't think that the decision of president will be finalized. Yeah, I don't for think. For a little bit. I don't think we're getting that for, for a little bit. But um, definitely, it, it's, it's going to be pretty clear in the next couple of days who's going to have won it unofficially. Yeah. We might right. figure out like who who gets two seventy if Biden yeah. gets two seventy maybe later today. We'll or see tomorrow, but it all comes but, down to counting the mail in There still has to be so much. I know there there before there is, anything's official yet. I think Trump is definitely gonna come here and say, "Oh, I want a recount. I want a recount," and he's gonna want as many recounts yeah, as possible, no, he, and he's gonna he, try. He is, to clean he is gonna ask for a recount, a hundred percent. But I I don't think that's right. I think Trump is trying to find any little bit of of fraud that he can which i don't think is legit because there's absolutely excuse me there's absolutely zero evidence pointing um, towards yeah. fraud so i think at this point like it's pretty clear that biden is going to win fair and square but we'll, we'll see yep so on to our next topic and this is on the sports side of things we have the nba start so just yesterday and this morning we got news that December 22nd is going to be the official start for the 2020-2021 season. Yep. However, I've been seeing a lot of stories on Twitter, on Bleacher Report, on ESPN, saying that certain players, should the season start, which it will, on d- December 22nd, a lot of players will not be playing. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this? 
Um, depends on, like, who's not playing. Like, I know, like, O'Bron said, um, if he, uh, if the season starts December 22nd, he's not, he's gonna miss the first month or something like that. And I agree with him, because he just came from a bubble for, like, three to four months away from his family. Yeah. And I understand he wants to have more time with his family, because that's probably most important to him than anything in the world. So I agree, um... But there's nothing wrong with players opting out for a month or two um, to spend some time with their loved ones. And I think it's a good thing that players are able to, like, focus on something. I, yeah. Just really good. And I, I, I like I like that um, players. And, I, and the good thing is the NBA will be fine with this. And that's yeah, I mean, the NBA fun. is known to be flexible. You know, they're they're obviously very... Like their, I think their management is super good, and I I love Adam Silver as the yeah he's a great commissioner as the commissioner. Um, and I do agree. I think that you know exactly like you just said, you brought up a great point. You know, LeBron and a lot of these teams are, even the teams who left the bubble earlier on, you know, they were in that bubble minimum. Most of these teams minimum very, for two months. A very long time. So. For them, it's like they want to have the time to themselves to kind of just recover for the new season. Obviously, regularly, they they finish in June and they don't start until not even June, like May usually, May or early June, and they're not starting until end of October. Yeah. So for them, two months compared to four, four or five months is, is a big, big difference. It is. Um... So this is another important thing. Like I'm not for sure what the NBA is doing here. I don't know if they're going with a bubble yet, or if they're gonna be playing in all NBA arenas and everyone, point. all teams are gonna be traveling. Or maybe like they'll do like something like eight teams play at this location or like something yeah. like that. Um, I mean, I think I, and I think that's an important factor of yeah. what player of how like players will react. To this upcoming season, whether they're gonna be playing right away, because I don't think NBA like the players are gonna be like welcoming to coming back to a bubble. For, yeah, <laughs> I agree because I mean I I I don't know if you watched, but I watched like Javale McGee and I also saw Matisse Thybul, the a uh, player for the Seventy Sixers. With their vlogs on YouTube. Yeah, I saw their vlogs on YouTube and. At first, I saw, like, the food, and I was like, holy cow, like, how are these guys, like, surviving? I mean, like, probably for us, mm. like, it would be fine, but these guys are athletes that are competing yeah. at, like, the highest level. I I also saw a video yeah. that was, like, they had literally had to bring in, like, world-renowned chefs to cook, mm-hmm. which is, like, to me is crazy, because you would think that they would have done that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Knowing at what level these players are competing at, mm-hmm. like... We're not talking about, like, the scrub teams, like, that are at the bottom of the league. Because they brought... How many teams was it? Uh, 20. 20. Was it 20? It was 13 from the West and 9 from... It was, so it was 22. 22. So they brought 22 teams to the bubble in... What was it? July? Yes. And you're telling me that these are the... Obviously, the top 22 teams in the league at that point. How are you going to tell me that they're not going to, like, be prepared with top tier chefs mm-hmm. that are going to bring that are going to give these players food that are going to energize them that are going to like put them in a good spot so obviously that's a lot to take into consideration as a player because it's like do i really want to go back to a bubble that 
who knows if they're going to even take care of us. Mm-hmm. And I doubt Disney wants to do this again. No. <laughs> because, you know, obviously it takes a lot away from the parks in Disney. And I'm sure NBA paid a boatload of money. Mm-hmm. But it's For like, sure. still, like, there's no way that Disney can afford to allow that again. So it's like, if they do a bubble again, how is it going to work and where is it going to happen? Yeah. Um, even like on first take, uh, after the Lakers won the championship, Rajon Rondo was, um, with an interview, um, and he was like, oh, I was so happy to get home and eat like my first good meal in a very long time. And and you could tell like from all these players, they're just so relieved to, for it to be over and just to be home because they they were sick of that bubble. Yeah. But it's worth fighting for, for the. One of the biggest prizes in all of sports that yeah NBA definitely champion. I mean like I I also saw another tweet another story that's saying that they might actually do arenas and they're gonna even try to do twenty five to fifty percent capacity I, I I heard that too but I don't think they're gonna do it right away I think they have to wait but um even like in the Toronto Raptors they're not allowed to be playing they're not allowed to play in Canada cause yeah, they're because they're not they'll allowed travel to travel from from the border. Yeah, I mean um, they'll have to do something so similar to they'll, what they'll have. Mhm. So they have four different locations right now, possible locations that they're thinking of. I know one of them is the Prudential Center in New Jersey. Really? Yeah. Uh, Kansas City is another one, and then there's two other locations that they might uh be going to. That'll but, be interesting. Yeah, but just from that, uh, hearing that, that tells me that maybe every team will be traveling. Just like like a normal NBA schedule. Yeah, be. I mean, I think obviously the concern with that is COVID, COVID you know. Yeah. And it's like it's the same with NFL right now. We've already seen the Tennessee Titans. We just recently this past week we saw San Francisco. Niners got hit get hard. Hit really hard, yeah. So it comes down to like, are the teams also win- willing to do it? Is the players' association willing to allow that? Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. Like, that, what do you think? Like, that that'll be up to the NBA Players Association yeah. with uh Chris Paul as the leader. Yeah, Chris of that. Paul. I think I think he fits that role really well. But he really does. I mean, I, I have a question for you. What do you think is more likely? Do you think it's more likely that the NBA ends up doing a couple of bubbles, or just like straight up like a regular season, just like with no fans at first and eventually maybe I feel like they do something like the MLB did where they keep not in a bubble particularly but they keep all 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 the players in it like one area like one like area like on the east coast all these players are going to be playing on the east coast so right. like maybe like eight teams from the eastern conference would be like playing like each other yeah um or like something like that or maybe like it would work out like with divisions like like five teams would all play each other or something yeah. like that, or maybe I mean, maybe it'd just be the Eastern Conference playing all like each other and then yeah, I mean in the, in a sense like that's a good idea because if you think about it like obviously, so the NBA has thirty teams and each conference has fifteen teams. Um, I think it's appropriate to do a Western and Eastern Conference type of thing exactly like how you just mm-hmm. said with the MLB and what they did. I think that would work, but the only issue with that is obviously like traveling. There's 15 teams. There's a lot more teams to play. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more risk of exposure compared to in the MLB where you're really only playing the same, like, 
seven or eight teams, I think it was. Like, it, in total, it was ten teams in those two divisions, right? Yep. So, it's very different. And, obviously, the West Coast... I mean, the East Coast, I feel like, is a lot smaller, a lot centered around... Like, yeah, the but, like, the West Coast is all, like... Yeah, the West Coast is, like... Around. I mean, you go from up in Portland, Oregon, to down to New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, like, what are they going to do there? They might have to move around some teams... But, uh, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting to see, and I, I, I hope that it works out because I do want to see an NBA season yeah. this year. Yep, for sure. So, Justin, moving on to the baseball, all right? Mm-hmm. Free agency coming up. Who do you have, and, you know, we, we have the same, but who do we have as our top five? free agents for this season um so right now we got trevor bauer he he's i think he'll win the cy young for this year he's uh one of the nominees definitely uh then you got jt Rimuto, one of the best probably is in my opinion the best catcher in the mlb right now um we got dj lemayhew uh he's a nominee for the mvp um uh and also uh george springer who's a very great outfielder and a very good hitter from the Houston Astros. And then you got Marcel Uzuna, um, who's a very good veteran who could come in and... And change a team. Yeah, and give them some power. Uh, I mean, let's be realistic here. You know, these guys are all going to get big contracts. For sure. You know, I mean, we're talking about all of these guys are household names right now. Mm-hmm. You know... For us as Yankees fans, obviously, I think we both want to stay hopeful and we both want to say LeMahieu will go to the Yankees. I mean, do you think that's that's going to go any way, other way? Um, I think DJ LeMahieu will stay with the, Yan- with I the Yankees. I think the Yankees will give him a big contract. I say around like four, three or four, five years around that area. Um, I mean, I think that's what he's got left in him, to be um, honest with you. I think that's a good contract. Uh, somewhere around like maybe like 25-something million around per year yeah. something like that um i think he will stay he likes new york a lot definitely um, i mean he fits in so well with our system yeah i don't think there's any reason why he would want to leave to be honest i, I think that's a guy that the yankees will keep yeah i agree i don't see the yankees really going with anyone else here i mean he he came here and two years in a row uh he won the award that they just announced today i'm sorry the i, I forget the name off the top of my head, but he won the same award two years in a row for the best second baseman in the... Oh, the Gold Glove? Is that what you're talking about? No, no the, it's not the Gold Glove. It's like Silver Slugger. Silver Slugger. Yeah, the Silver okay. Slugger Award. He won that two years in a row, both years with the Yankees. I think there's no reason why he should leave. Nope. And I think that it might take a little bit, but I think that the Yankees and LeMahieu and his team will definitely come to a very quick agreement or yeah. a very good agreement for him and for the Yankees mm-hmm. because in my opinion if if the Yankees lose LeMahieu then something's wrong but yeah. um let's go to the top free agent and MLB uh Trevor Bauer yep uh, definitely I think is not if not maybe probably the best I don't know that's debatable but um yeah, um, where do, where do you think he's gonna go? Because I think he's gonna go to the Chicago Cubs. Um, I think they're gonna <sighs> they they need some uh starting pitching help. Um, I think he's a great guy, 
yeah. and would fit perfectly. I mean, he has he with, does have some character issues, though. Yeah, oh, of course, of course. But all, all teams know what they're getting with him. Um, but That's I think true. he would be great in that rotation with the Cubs. They already have Kyle Hendricks, and I, I think that would be perfect for the Cubs, and that would put them... Cause the last like three years, they've been a team like, yeah. all right, we made it to the postseason, but we can't like get there. Yeah, they can't after win. they won the World Series in twenty sixteen. But this would really help them a lot, and they sure. need the starting pitching help, in my opinion, right now. Yeah, I think, I think they need it because you Darvish really like, I mean, they expected oh. so much from him, and he really hasn't done too much for them. Yeah, um, I really like. I think this is great for um. The Cubs here. I mean, you know what? I could just be being like, I could just be hopeful right now for the Yankees, but I, I don't know. He ain't going to the Yankees. I think he, I think he does sign with the Yankees, the Yankees, but I look. Of course, do I wish it would happen? Yeah, but it's not. I don't think it's. It would make no. Not not that it would make no sense. It just it doesn't. I don't think it's happening. It won't happen. I don't think the Yankees have the cap. They have to focus on. I mean, they do have a lot of cap space, though. But the thing is, I don't think they're. I don't because you have to consider they have to pay so many guys. That's true. In a few years, like Aaron Judge, Glaber Torres, Gio Urshela, they have to pay so many guys in the future. I agree with that. They still have to pay. They still have to pay Stanton, uh, with his option. They still have to pay Lemayhew. Who just he just took his option, by the way. I believe he just took it. Who Stanton? Stanton, didn't he? Oh yes, I think so. He opted in for the seven years, right? Yes. Here's the thing. I I agree with that. They do have to pay a lot of guys. But I'm at this point where I'm like, as a Yankees fan and watching games and seeing their production from each player, realistically speaking, I think we can afford a trade for Glaber right now. Glaber? I think, look. A trade? I was, I was no. reading up on it, and I think that the... Yankees could trade for Lindor uh, to get Lindor, yeah, to I, get a lefty in the lineup, another lefty, because we need it. And I uh, think if we make that trade, that's a huge trade for us. You know, Lindor has done so much good for the Indians. And, you know, we he, he he's electric at the shortstop position. And, you know, this year, Gleyber Torres was very up and down. He was very inconsistent. He had a couple good games, and he had a couple bad games. And it was just, for me as a Yankees fan, you know, it was just too up and down. And I think... He needs to change that, you know. I think we hold off on that trade for now, but uh, I think realistically I I speaking, I, I think I think we. I don't want in the future happen. he could hold a lot of trade value. I don't want that to happen, Glaber. And and if they were gonna trade him, they trade him now because he's young. He's not getting any younger. That's true. Um, but, um, I don't think the Yankees should do that at all. Don't even think about it. I don't. I think Lindor, um, is coming. I he's still an amazing player. But I think he's getting past his prime a little bit, in my opinion. And I don't think this is a trade the Yankees should do at all. Um, all right. But well, let's move on we'll see to the happens. best catcher in MLB baseball, right. in my opinion, JT Ramuto. The vet? Yep. Um, where, do you, where do you have him going? I have him going to Steve Cohen and the New York Mets. I was going to say the same exact uh, thing. Th- th- I think this is like a f- 70% chance of happening. I think... The yeah. Mets with Steve Cohen, is, and it's going to be a big deal. The Mets need a catcher desperately. Everyone knows that. Wilson Ramos, the last like three has years, just, just hasn't been it. He's been, he just hasn't been it for the Mets. Um, but JT Remuto is a I guy mean, I think the Mets will definitely sign for long term. Not even just for this skill. I mean, we're talking about this guy has 
been in the year, excuse me, been in the league for so long, mm-hmm. and he just has so much experience, and it, it's something that I love to talk about because I think that it's so important when these veteran players get signed. You know, they don't just bring their skill to the team; they bring that veteran aspect for the younger guys. Yeah, I mean, the Mets have some very young players right now, and for them to have this veteran piece is essential to their success. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. Um, so let's move on to uh, the next player. George uh, Springer. George Springer. Uh, I have him going... I have him staying in Houston. You have him staying in Houston? I, Why would you think that? Personally, you know, I think George Springer, I think they love him down in Houston. And he... I mean, he had a pretty decent postseason. You know, he... I I just don't see a situation where he goes anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, he's over the past three years that you know, even though they cheated, he he did a lot for the team and he was always contributing in games. He was always making big plays in the outfield, and I just don't see it. I don't see a situation where he goes anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think? think he goes to the Chicago White Sox. Um, I think this is an ideal signing for the White Sox. Um, they signed uh, his former teammate, Yasmani Grandal, sure. last offseason. And I think George Springer would be a great fit with that White Sox uh, team. They're very powerful. That's group. true. I mean, um, they had a great season. And very young group. They already got uh, two solid outfielders in Luis, Luis Robert and Aloy Jimenez. Very young studs coming up who are going to be great. For this team and, in the future, you know exactly. And I think like George you just Springer said. just comes in there. And I think yeah, he and he could make this team a World Series contender. In my I, opinion, I, you know what I I see it, but I I I have to stick with my gut on this one. Mm-hmm. I have to stick with him staying in Houston. But I agree, you know, with those guys in outfield next to him. I mean, he's obviously a veteran, and he he exactly like we just said, he brings that veteran aspect to the team and. I just think that would be essential to developing those younger guys in the outfield, and he brings that like that confidence to the team, knowing that this guy knows how to win games, even though he cheated. <laughs> um, but, I mean, still, we saw that the Astros had a lot of success this year without cheating, or at least we hope mm-hmm. without cheating. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right, on to the last player on our list, Marcelo Zuna. Mm-hmm. Where do you have him going? Um, I have him staying with the Atlanta Braves, in my opinion. Um, I just think, I, I don't think any team would, I don't know what contract he's looking for, but I think the Braves keep him on a one-year deal because he's 34 years old, I believe, something like that. He's old. He's getting old. Um, and he's definitely declined a little bit, but he's still a really good I mean, he's power He's still producing. Hitter. He had a great offseason, too. Um, I mean, a postseason, rather. He, his average in the, se- in the regular season was around, like, 240, something like that. Not something... Ideal, but no, yeah. I, I think he stays with the Atlanta Braves. I think they'll yeah. keep him. Um, no reason why they shouldn't keep him. Um, but um, I think they need to keep him because he's a power hitter. He can he can clutch out. I mean, when he when he gets when he makes contact, he makes contact. He makes contact. He really he, does. He he'll hit the ball like far. Yeah, I mean, we um, saw a couple times in the postseason where, I mean, he just cracks it like he he sends it, and I think I agree. I think. I think the Braves like him in that organization, in that lineup. I think he fits it well, too. And I think I just don't see a situation where he could... You know, I was going to say and kind of go out on a limb, maybe the Mets make a make a effort to get him. But 
I just uh, I don't know. I don't think the Mets are just ready to go do that with a new I, front office. Well, just yet. In my opinion, I think the Mets are gonna go crazy this off season. I think they get a lot more guys, but I don't think I think the Mets are gonna try to get like more like younger and youth. In my opinion, than they already have. I know they're getting JT Ramuto, but I think they have to get a few young guys. I don't. Maybe that would happen. I don't know, but they still have um some solid outfielders like Conforto, um, Brandon Nimmo. They got a few guys there yeah. still. I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting, but we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see what else we got today. So, another thing is, on the NFL side of things. And you know, I'm a Giants fan, so it hurts to ask this question, but. You know, and you're a Patriots fan. You tell me unbiasedly. Daniel Jones. I mean, it it hurts to watch this kid. Is like I just people are questioning whether this kid can be a franchise quarterback. Right now, I don't see it happening. I don't know. I, I mean, this kid. I see so many good things at the beginning of the game, and then. He gets into the third quarter and just, I don't know what happens, but just out of nowhere, the kid just hits the ground. Like, it's like, I, I just, I don't understand what goes through this kid's head, but like, I, I don't understand how, why he can't keep up the production. Because he starts off games really strong. I mean, we saw this weekend against the Buccaneers on Monday night. He played phenomenally in that first half. You know, he had no turnovers. He had, he completed almost every pass. He had a couple nice long balls to Darius Slayton and Evan Ingram. But I just, I don't understand what happens because, like, it's the most confusing thing. Okay. Um, let me just say this. Daniel Jones sucks. He sucks. No, 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 no. He is one of the biggest busts for the first Giants. Of all, first of all, yes. get the hell out of here. Daniel Jones is complete dog shit. All right, don't even try me. Daniel Jones, seven. Daniel Jones, seven passing touches, nine interceptions. Daniel Jones missed on like five long balls to wide open receivers on Monday night against the Buccaneers. That's that's man can't even hold the ball without getting sacked at all. He fumbles every single time. He makes horrible decisions throwing to receivers, and he can't hold the goddamn weed for his goddamn life. Holy shit! And Guess what? He's had like four chances this year to go down the field and win the game or tie the game to send it overtime for the New York Giants. And guess what? Every time he chokes, he chokes every time because he's not a good quarterback and he never will be in the NFL. And even on that two-point conversion, what is he hesitating for? He has a wide-open Deion Lewis who can just go in. He just needs one more yard to get in, but he waits until the corner gets there and he breaks it up and everyone's like, oh, it's a pass interference. It's Daniel Jones' fault. He was wide, Deion Lewis was wide open. Right. He makes a horrible decision. Daniel, Daniel Jones is not clutch. There hasn't been one game so far. I'm like, oh, yeah, Daniel Jones is a clutch quarterback. Yeah, Daniel Jones is a good manager quarterback. He's not. Daniel Jones will be gone from New York, or he will be benched in the next year, in my opinion. Let me just be clear with something. Daniel Jones was never, in my opinion, was never gonna be considered a success unless for some reason 
he had some sort of miracle. I don't think you can call him a bust just because hear hear me out. Okay, hear me I'll, out. I'll listen. Because this kid, I swear to God, this kid was a zero star recruit out of high school. Should not have been drafted at number six. Let me just put it that way. Should not have been drafted at number six. That's a yeah, waste of a pick. Because they were doing because like he was like familiar with Eli Manning and all that, sh- all that shit. Look. David Gettleman, bottom line, David Gettleman needs to go. I don't think there's any question about that. But here's my thing, all right? Daniel Jones should not be called a bust because he never had the opportunity. He, in my opinion, should never have even been considered to have success in the league. He was a zero-star recruit out of high school. He played in the ACC, for God's sake. With Duke. No good teams come out of the ACC. When do you hear a player... That's good come out of the ACC. Not often. Not often at all. Who Who's the best player out of the ACC right now? <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> like, why would you draft an ACC player? Duke is not a football school. Duke is a basketball school. This is not the NBA. This is the NFL. Look, I'm glad they didn't draft Dwayne Haskins because... That guy is a whole nother level of bust because we all thought he was going to be amazing too. But let me tell you something. The Giants need to get this figured out. I think they go out this year. They tank the rest of the year. Forget about this year because at this point, this year is a, a fucking joke. Well, to be honest, every year is a fucking joke for your team. But like- Well, okay. Look, besides the point. <laughs> the fucking Giants need to go out. They need to tank the rest of the year and they need to draft Justin Fields. Okay, look, I know how bad you want that to happen. It's not happening. They're, I don't think the Giants, because they're idiots. All their management is full of idiots. It's not, David no, Gettleman. But, it's not even their management. It's David motherfucking Gettleman. But they're not going to. I don't think they're giving up on Daniel Jones after year two. I think they're giving him another year, just like the oh Jets did with God. Sam Darnold. And guess what? It's going to be an ultimate failure, just like it is every year. Okay, but Sam Darnold actually has some sort of talent. Somewhat, but like... He's just in a shitty system. But, but he he's gonna be gone soon as well, or back. I think soon. he's getting traded for sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but um, but yeah, Daniel Jones is not the answer in New York, and never will be. And the Giants are gonna have to wait until twenty twenty two, when they probably have the first overall pick or something like that, because they'll <sighs> suck the year after and the year after and the year after, because they're a team full of bums. It's not even like it's, you can't even blame it on the wide receivers. Daniel Jones has some good quality receivers. He has Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Golden Tate, Evan Ingram. I know Evan Ingram is not the greatest, but look. And he, had, and he had Saquon as a receiving back. You can't say the receivers are the problem. You could make a case for the offensive line, but like, like even like the game against the Eagles, he had a chance to go down the field and win. And Brandon Graham... Daniel Jones is holding the ball for about like five seconds. Evan Ingram. No, no, no. Brandon Graham. Uh, oh, the defensive end for the Eagles. Um, he's holding the ball um, for five seconds in the pocket. And he's not even aware Brandon Graham's coming up his ass. And he's literally... He strips him. Daniel Jones is not even aware. He didn't even see him coming at all. And it's That's so exactly funny. That's exactly what happened in he the He has Super no Bowl. awareness in the pocket. Yeah, he, he's a solid And runner. then he gets hit. And then he throws the ball and throws a pick. Two times. Yeah, but no, no, no. It's another. No, it's another case that in the red zone he's like he has like four touchdowns and three interceptions. How are you gonna go in the red zone and throw three interceptions? I thought Eli Manning was bad in the red zone. 
Yeah, I look. Daniel Jones is not the answer, uh, and he never will be. I'm sorry, Di, but um, Daniel Jones is not sticking with quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, me and Anthony are gonna do our M- NFL uh, QB tier list. Right. So we are we are officially more than halfway through the season. Um, the way we're gonna do these tiers is so we have five tiers. So tier one is gonna be elite. Tier two is franchise. Tier three is average. Tier four is going to be below average or unproven mm-hmm. as of right now. And tier five is just going to be god-awful. Yep. Um, um, based just on how we're doing this, so if a player like, suppose like Dak Prescott, he's out for the season, we're not going to include him. But yep. if there's like an injured player, like maybe Such like Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo like we're going to keep him on this list because yep. he'll eventually come back maybe later in the season. Right. So let's get right into it. Um, Justin... Tier one, who do you got? Uh, my elite, so Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Russell Wilson. Um, so I only have one thing different there. So I have Mahomes, Rodgers, and Russ, but I just don't have Brady. You know, I he's Why? he's the goat. No, he's the goat, no, 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 but, no, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. No, hear me you're out. crazy. Let me no, no, I'm not crazy. Tom Brady is I'm not crazy. Insane season. No, he's not because yes, he, he lost is. to Nick Foles. Yes, he is. So just because he lost to Nick Foles doesn't mean anything. He's having oh an insane God. season right now. He's having right a great now. season. And he's only getting better because he's getting Antonio Brown this week. Oh my Mark God, my word. Antonio Brown's not going to do jack shit. What do you mean? Yes, he is. Antonio Brown's one of the he's best receivers in the Rutgers. league. So he's still one of the best he receivers in the league. He hasn't played in two years. That doesn't mean shit. He's still one of the best receivers in the he's league. He's going to get locked down by Marshawn Lattimore this no, week. No, he's not. Marshawn Lattimore is freaking dog shit now. <laughs> No, Tom Brady is a, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's an MVP candidate right now. Don't even try. No. Oh my yes, he is. God. Tom Brady this is having kid. an amazing season right now. All right. You and we'll look back to, on this thing. guess what? He's winning the fucking Super Bowl this year. Mark my fucking word on that. Wow. Wow. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Justin Brady thinks the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl. All right, buddy. We'll come back to that. In February, when the Patriots lose in the, the early Patriots? round playoff, or sorry, Where, sorry, we've only Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are gonna lose in the early round playoffs. I'm calling it right here. You heard it here first. Yeah. Okay. Tier two franchise QBs. Um, this was I don't know Josh Allen. I was kind of bleh about okay. that, but I'll keep him at franchise. Ben Roethlisberger, Lamar Jackson, Ryan Tannehill, Deshaun Watson, Justin Herbert. Matthew Stafford, Drew Brees, and Kyler Murray. All right. So for my franchise QBs, I have Big Ben. I have Lamar. Okay. I have Phil Rivers, Deshaun Watson, Derek Carr, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Kyler Murray, and Jared Goff. Bro, Phil Rivers. Fuck out of here. What are you doing? Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers. No. Phil Rivers is. Dog, nah, yeah, dog, but he Dang, ain't that good. He ain't that good anymore. He he's really not as good, ain't. but he's he doing really enough ain't. for. He's not. He's not a franchise. He's doing enough for Indianapolis. No, it's not. No, not. That defense is doing enough for Indianapolis. He's not putting big numbers on the board. Their offense is not because amazing. he has no wide receivers. No, yeah, but he's not that good. He's an average quarterback at best. Phil Rivers, you have him way overrated. I don't know. All right. Um, who else did you have on your list? Uh, you didn't mention Josh Allen, right? I did not. Okay, um... Why? Because, let me explain why. Okay. Look, the kid's good. I'm not gonna deny it. But, right now, to me, his first couple years in the NFL, over... Like, they tower over this year. 
Mm-hmm. I can't get past the fact that his first couple years were pretty shitty. But like, like he did pretty good, but I need to see more consistency. I need to see another year of this before I can consider him a franchise quarterback for the Wait, Buffalo but, Bills. Um, look, I, I understand what you're saying, but like I don't know. For Josh Allen, for me, he's right on the edge. Like, I agree, I agree. Um I haven't like he's been balling out this year, but when he's playing a good team like the Chiefs or like um Yeah. That's why that's why I just see him as average because he's not performing against those good teams, you know what he, I'm saying? He really isn't at all. Even against the Patriots, he didn't perform that well. Yeah, I mean against that was a cl- that was that game I feel like was way too close as it than it should have it been. It shouldn't have been that close for Buffalo, but right. um but yeah, I'm scared about Josh Allen right now, but I'm going to leave him at franchise. I think he's only going to get better. In the future, um, we'll see. One name I. You didn't mention Ryan Tannehill, and that kind of pissed me off a little bit. What do you mean? No, Tannehill's the same case as Philip Rivers. No, he's not. Ryan Tannehill is having an amazing season so oh. far. What do you mean? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Ryan Tannehill has. Yes, he's having a good season, but no, he's not franchise no. quarterback. But guess what? Ryan Tannehill puts up the numbers. He's putting up great numbers with oh the, with that God. Titans offense right now. Ryan Tannehill is so underrated in this league right now. Yes, he's underrated, no, but he's, he's, so, he's not average. He's not average. You can't say he's oh average. My God. All right. Um, and then uh, Justin Herbert. I know this is bold, but from what I've seen from him so far, I want to put him at elite because he's. You're gonna put him at elite? Yes. Yes. I know. He hasn't won a game. I don't care. I don't care. It's not his fault. Oh my God! It's not his fault. It's not his fault. Justin! It's not his fault! It's not his fault. It's his fucking defense's fault. Justin Herbert has been put. You know how many games Justin Herbert has been putting up 30 plus points every game? Yes, I understand. That, that. ain't his fault! But he's not it elite! Ain't his fault. He's yes, not elite! No, elite. I, put him at his, I put him at elite. Yes, he is. He's amazing right now. What?! He's, go, he's gonna be the offensive rookie of the year. You mean you Mark put him at franchise? Oh, fr- oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was about to say. I was franchise, like, franchise, franchise. Hell no. Okay, franchise. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I- yeah, yeah. Shut the hell up, boy. But I was. But but are, do you agree with me or no? Okay. You know what? I'm 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 gonna change. I'm gonna change Justin Herbert. I agree okay, with that. Okay. I think oh, he's a franchise I'm quarterback. Sorry. I'm sorry. That was it's fine. Mind. It's all right. It's all right. You know, we all make mistakes, especially you, Justin. Okay. And that, well, like the mistake you made last week with picking the Ravens. All right, you know what? And saying Lamar Jackson is an amazing quarterback and MVP candidate. Okay, yeah, nice try. Um, right, let's move on to average. Um, so my list is um, with Cam Newton, Joe Burrow, Philip Rivers, Derek Carr, Nick Foles, Kirk Cousins, Teddy Bridgewater, Matt Ryan, Jared Goff, and Jimmy Garoppolo. All right, I have like like I just said, I have Josh Allen here. Okay. I also have Cam Newton. I have Sam Darnold. I have Joey B, Tannehill, Nick Foles, Stafford, Teddy Bridgewater, Matt Ryan, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Look, let me say something. Sam Darnold, all right? Everyone hates on the kid. But look at the system that he is in. We are talking about the New York Jets, who are 0-8 right now, who have hung on to, uh, I'm sorry, to to Gase, Adam Gase, for far too long at this point. They are more than halfway through the season, and they're 0-8. So as I was saying, the Jets are 0-8. I don't see it happening where Sam Darnold can have success here. I think he does get traded. But I think that it's very likely that he goes to another team and, and does play very well. 
But I mean, I mean, it's it, it'll be interesting to see. Um, what I, do you think? I, I I think he's a below average quarterback. Um, he's had um the talent around him before, and he hasn't. What succeeded. what players Robbie besides Anderson, Le'Veon Bell? Robbie Anderson. Okay, but Robbie Anderson was unproven until this year. What do you mean, Robbie? Um, and until the end of a, last year, Robbie Anderson was always a good receiver. He always was. He had Jamison Crowder. He's always had some good receivers around him. Um, I don't know, man. Jameson Crowder is very injury prone, though. Um, look, uh, it's hard with Sam Darnold. I I want to see him in a new system. I do. I I agree with that. And then I'll and then I can make a good opinion. But I think I don't think he'll be that good in any other system, to be honest. Huh? Well, that's that's your opinion. Let's move on to the next tier. Tier four, below average or unproven. Who do you got? I got Tua Tagovailoa. Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew, and Drew Locke. All right. Right now, in my Tier 4, I have Tua Tagovailoa. Look, the kid looks good. Mm-hmm. You know, he had his first week against the Rams. Yeah. Like, he didn't do terrible. You know, he didn't throw a touchdown. The, whole, the only reason they won that game was because of the defense. Yeah, he did. Or he, he, threw, he threw one, he right? He threw one to Devon One touchdown, right? My fault. But I, I still need to see more. I yeah. get to see him, you know, yeah. obviously he won that game. That's huge for him. Mm-hmm. So when he gets the Rams, that defense is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But it'd be interesting to see, like I said, Baker Mayfield. Oh, Baker Mayfield. It's fucking shit. Oh, my God. He's awful. I Drew Locke. <laughs> Drew Locke. You know what? I feel bad for him because he lost so many weapons Drew, this Drew year. Locke, Drew Locke ain't even that good, to be honest. He, He's all right. You know, but he, he is below good. average, in my opinion. He ain't that good, yeah. I have Andy Dalton. Look, Andy Dalton had a great start to his career, but right now he's below average. Uh, yeah, I, from what I've seen from like his play with the Cowboys, he's been awful. I mean, be, we'll, we'll see. I need to see more. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things I just need to see more. All right. And Kirk Cousins. I mean, yeah, he's had so many that. years, so many years where they've been saying, oh, he's going to have a good year, he's going to have a good year, he's going to have a good year, and nothing happens. The only reason the Vikings have been winning, have won two games is because... Of Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I, I think Kirk Cousins is, is a little bit underrated, but he's not that good, to be honest. But, no. Okay, I understand. Um, And my awful tier. Um, you're going to see a, const- a little theme here of the quarterbacks I name. Carson Wentz, Kyle Allen, Daniel Jones, and Andy Dalton. You want, do you know the uh, theme? Yeah, all the all NFC the, East yep, quarterbacks. Yep, NFC East quarterbacks, yep. And they're all fucking horrendous, all of them. Carson Wentz is dog shit. Oh my god! Like I don't know, look what he what he's doing. He, I agree with that. Really but mi- I have Minshew here as well. Okay, Minshew. I just don't see him have. I just I just don't see him having that success. You know, like it's like for me. I I I every week I go in wanting to see something from him, mm-hmm. and I just don't see it. Like it's not there, and I can't like. Convince myself I, at this point. I, I put him at below average because he has his moments. He does have his moments, so but I, I want to keep. I just him don't. There. I don't see enough of those moments. But, you know what um, I'm Carson Wentz. Oh my God, he's so like he makes horrible decisions. Like yep. in one of the games, he was on the right side of the field and he threw it all the way across. Look, he's not Patrick on the Mahomes. left side of the field. He's like, not Patrick Mahomes. Only Patrick doing? Mahomes can do that. Carson Wentz. Oh my God. Um, Kyle Allen. That's. Self-explanatory. Daniel Jones, I, I actually... We just talked about I that. Forget yeah. it. On to the next one. And Andy Dolan, uh, he just hasn't been well um, yeah. with the Cowboys, in my opinion. All right. So, now, moving away from sports, November 12th, in less than a week, 
We have the PS4, or sorry, excuse me, the PS5. PS5. Yep, you're good. And the Xbox Series X coming out. Justin, it'd be interesting because do you do you know what you're getting? Um, I, what do you mean? Like, do you if you had to choose, which one are you getting? Oh, the PS5, hundred percent. Um, because and actually, the Xbox Series X comes out on November tenth. Okay, so so two days before. Now I'm just gonna read out the. I'm just saying I don't even know if I'm gonna get a PS Five immediately because I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, honest. I agree. Yeah. I don't think it's worth to get it immediately. I did the same thing with the PS Four. I waited a couple months and I got it and it's fine. Mm. I'm just gonna read to you the the specs of each console. So for the CPU on each one. It's going to be the same, except there's going to be a little more gigahertz on the Xbox Series X. So the PlayStation 5 has 8-core, 3.5 gigahertz AMD Zen 2, and the Xbox Series X is 8-core, 3.8 gigahertz. Same thing with the AMD Zen 2. Then the GPU, we have 10.3 teraflop AMD RDNA 2 for the PlayStation 5. And then for the Xbox Series X, a little more. There's 12.0 teraflop AMD RDNA 2. Then for the memory, both have 16 gigs of RAM. The SSD, so this is huge. The The PlayStation 5 only has 825 gigs, but the Xbox Series X has one terabyte. Oh, shit. And it's running an NVMe processor. I think that's insane. It is. Like, one terabyte of SSD is, like, that's ridiculous. Compared to only 825 gigs, I think, is a big difference. It is. Both yeah. both will have 8K support, which is going to change gaming. The frame rate are both going to have up to 120 FPS, which is a huge jump from the current 60 FPS that you'll get on a PS4 or on an Xbox One. And, obviously, compatibility, like, most... Both... Consoles will get the same games as PS4, almost all, almost pretty all. much. Um, Xbox One will get all of them from Xbox One and even Xbox 360. And they're both going to have, like, their console-specific games. Like, you know, Xbox will have Halo, PS5 will have... MLB The Show. MLB The Show, Spider-Man, such a... Like, and so on. Mm-hmm. Personally, I agree with what you said earlier... I think PS5 is the way to go. Now, there's two options for the PS5, right? You have the PS, the PS5 with the disc compartment or without. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a $100 difference, so I think it's pretty obvious for you to get without the disc compartment. Yeah. The disc compartment is $100 cheaper, mm-hmm. right? So, for me, it's like, first of all, I haven't used discs in years. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't... Yeah, at this no point, one, I'm no only... Like, I'm just getting games from the PS store. Like, yeah. I, I don't see any need to go to GameStop yeah. or, like, off of Amazon or something and mm-hmm. buy a game. Mm-hmm. Unless you're really, like, that, like, desperate to get the game. Yeah. And, like, you just don't have, like... Unless you have, like, a GameStop gift card. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's, like... I just don't see any other point to get it. And the Xbox Series X, like... It looks... It sounds good. But they said the same thing about the Xbox One. And I just didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah, I, I got the Xbox One and I <laughs> played it for like three months. I yeah, I mean, I got I got, I got lost. I had I had PS4 originally, and then I got the Xbox One S, um, and I played on it for like a year and a half or two years, and I thought it was pretty good, but 
personally, I have to stick with the PS4 because it's just better all around for me. And, like, the the gaming experience was so much better. Like, yeah. I feel like, for me, it might sound silly, but it really comes down to the exclusive, the exclusives that PS4 has. Like, mm-hmm. there are so many more games that I can play on PS4 compared to Xbox One. Yeah, for sure. And it's, like, as a... As, like, a person who wants to play fun games, it's, like, of course I want the one that has more games. Mm. Anyone, I think, would want that. But, like, again, that's a whole other discussion. And it'll be interesting to see in these next couple of weeks, like, obviously all the channels are going to be doing gaming reviews, like, on each system. Mm. So, you know, if you pre-order, let us know. Give us some feedback on what you think about it. Tell us, like, how, like, all the new, um, like, the new gen. Yeah, I mean, like, has that all I saw, like, the loading time. The, the loading, loading time. time so fast. Yeah. For the PS4, it literally was seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, compared to... Uh, sorry, the PS5. PS5. I don't know why yeah, I yeah, yeah. PS4. You're good. But you guys know what I mean. But the PS5 was literally within seconds it loaded up. Yeah. And as anyone, like, who who wants to play a game, it's like, you're eager to play the game. You want it to load up quick. Yeah. And, like, that's huge as a, like as the customer. In my opinion, yeah. so it it'll be interesting, but I'm really excited. I think it's gonna be super cool to see how these consoles change the game right now. But I think for me, I might wait. I might honestly switch to PC, seeing as I'm getting older. Ugh. But Ew. I don't know. I mean, like it'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. That's, that's so <laughs> on to our final segment. You know, we've been doing this the past couple of weeks, Justin. We have our score predictions. Let's take a look at what we got this week for our s- score predictions in the NFL for week, what is this, week eight, week 10? Nine. Week nine? Yes. All right, so week nine, So the Packers. Thursday night football, we had a great matchup between the Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, yeah. you know, the 49ers got a ton of COVID cases and literally none of the players that touched the ball from the NFC Championship game mm-hmm. were playing last night. Mm-hmm. Which is tragic. Yeah. So we have Green Bay already won. All right. So where do we where do, where are we starting? Um, our first matchup is in in Atlanta with the Denver Broncos traveling to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. You know what? It's a toss up. This yeah, I agree. This is a toss up. You might want to put this as your upset so you can lock it in on both ends. But I think Atlanta comes out with the win here. I agree too. Um, I it's bold a little bit, but like I don't know. I mean, I saw I, how they played against I, I think Carolina both, last year. I think both teams are last very week, inconsistent right now. I agree. So, I think, but I think and Denver won last week, so I'm like, okay, I I think they'll lose this week. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think Denver, that offense is what's gonna hurt them the most, right? Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Next game, uh, Seattle, um, traveling to Buffalo. Uh, I I have to go with Seattle on this one. Um, I think I'm gonna take the Seahawks too because um. The Bills haven't proved that they could beat a good team yet. That's true. At all. And I think the Seahawks are as best as they could get right now. Yeah, So very true. I think the, the Seahawks and Russell Wilson will give the Bills a hard time. And I think Josh Allen will really struggle. Yep. Who do you got next game? Uh, the Ravens at the Colts. I think this is a very interesting one. I, think I'll I com- agree. I think this one will come down to the wire. But I think the Ravens will pull out a dub. And they need, yeah. they need to pull out a dub. I think, I think Baltimore, yeah, they need it as a confidence builder for the team. And, and, they're, and they need to get back into the in that division. Like They, yeah. they lost to the Steelers. Now they're two games out. They need to. Uh, yeah. They need this win desperately. Definitely. 
Next game. Um, Texans traveling to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Uh, it's like it's one of those games that it really doesn't. I don't um, know, but I have to go with Houston on this. I'm one. gonna take the Texans too. I just th- think the Jaguars are just a really bad team, and the Texans are just yeah. not as bad, but they're just not good. Yeah, I either. Agree. And the- Deshaun Watson, I I think Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I mean you can't compare to Deshaun. Like he's crazy. All right, next matchup: uh, the Panthers traveling to the to Kansas City. Christian McCaffrey's returning. Does it make a difference at all? Yes, it's going to make a difference, but not enough to win the game. No, I agree. As Kansas well. City's offense is just far too powerful for this defense, for that Carolina defense. I, I don't see any situation, unless McCaffrey just rips through that defense. I mean, look, I, I, put it this way. McCaffrey's coming off of a big injury, a high yeah. ankle sprain, which we have seen so many players get that this year, like, I just don't see it ha- happening where he comes back and runs through that defense mm-hmm. entirely. I, I think the game will be closer, but like in my opinion, but I think the Chiefs are gonna move on to a um, eight and one yeah. on the season. In my opinion, yep. next game, um, the, the the Detroit Lions uh, playing the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. I think Minnesota wins this. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions win this one, but I think the Vikings had an impressive win against, against the Packers the, last true. week, and I think Dalvin Cook could carry this team. Dalvin Cook is to gonna win win this game on his own. Yeah, um, I mean he did it last week. He yeah. did it last week. He scored four touchdowns and put up fifty points for fantasy. Thank you, Dalvin Cook, if you're listening. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hopefully he does. <laughs> uh, the Bears uh, at the Titans. I gotta go with Titans on this one. Me too. Um, damn, we agreed on like almost yeah, everything I know. so far. Um, yeah, the a little t- weird. I, I think the Bears are overrated, and I think yeah, I don't know. They're I not, mean, they're not. They're, they're not as I good don't as think they're overrated, but I just, I think that they don't win this game. I think Tennessee brings their momentum in this and just they, win. well, they don't have any momentum right now. Well, they're they're coming back back to back losses. Off of a loss, right? Two losses in a row. Two losses, sorry. But I, I think the tank is back up. Uh, I think that they, they come back from come this back, and they yeah. win this game. I think Derrick Henry's going to run through that through that defensive line probably. We'll see. It, it's going to be interesting because keep in mind, this, the Chicago defensive line is very up and down. Mm-hmm. Like, they had a great week last week against New Orleans. They held Alvin yeah. Kamara, and he didn't do much. But a couple weeks earlier, they got shit on. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. Let's yeah. see next game. Uh, the New York Giants at the Washington Football Team. I it's like I want to say the Giants, but I I don't see them winning this I, game. Yeah, I have the Washington Football Team winning this game as well. <laughs> it's like that's hilarious. I I don't look. <laughs> oh the last game God. that the Giants played, the Redskins or sorry the Washington Football Team, it was way too close to call. You know, I I don't see them winning this game. I think. Ideally, they shouldn't win this game, but, you know, if they do, yippee. Mm-hmm. All right. The Raiders at the Chargers. Oof. You know, as much as I want Justin Herbert to get his first win, I have to go with Las Vegas on this one. All right. Well, we finally disagreed on one thing. Wow. Um, I think the uh, Justin Herbert gets a win in this one against the Raiders. Um... The Raiders are very inconsistent. They win and then they lose. Um, I just like, I don't know. I I feel like that defense is is strong and. But the Chargers' offense is even better. 
Um, and I don't, like, and I don't trust but the, Derek the Carter. The Vegas offense is really strong, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they have a lot of good weapons. Mm-hmm. Like, Nelson Aguilar is having a great year. Darren Waller is having a phenomenal year. Yeah. Um, and Josh Jacobs, you know, although not as good as last year, he's still producing. Mm-hmm. I think I think Las Vegas comes into this game very strong against a poor Chargers, Chargers defense, defense yeah. who just gave away their best corner. Uh, that's debatable, but okay. I think I think Vegas wins this. Okay. Um, I think the Justin Herbert is able to get a win here. Um, next game. Yeah. Um, is a a very good one. Uh, the Dolphins are playing the Arizona Cardinals. You know what? I have to go with experience in this one. I have to go with Arizona. Um, I'm gonna go. See, I'm gonna go the Cardinals too. Uh, I don't see Tua winning this game. I don't either. Um, you know, I, I, he's gonna have a probably a really good game, but he might. Patrick Peterson and Kirk Patrick are just gonna are just gonna lock down on you, you any think so? any wide receiver that the. Miami Dolphins have. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but I think the Cardinals will win by, like, 10 points or something like that. I don't know. I, I think Kyler Murray's going to go crazy, though. Okay. Um, This one, kind of a joke. Um, The Steelers are playing the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, like, does it get any more obvious? Pittsburgh. Yeah, on to the next well, one. Guess what? I'm picking the Cowboys. No, just, you're not. Just kidding. I'm not picking the Cowboys. I was Cowboys. about to say. I was like... Look, Hell who's starting no. this week? Dalton is starting this week? No, he's not. Or is Danucci starting this week? No, not, I don't what? think him either. Um, I think it's either uh, Cooper Rush or Garrett Gilbert this week. Never heard of those guys. On to the next one. <laughs> um, so we have a great Sunday night football matchup. All right. This is going to be a very exciting game to watch. Who are you picking? Saints and Buccaneers. We had this matchup week one. It proved to be a very good game. I think Tampa Bay wins this. I think yeah, sorry. They, you know, they've built on they've found their rhythm. I feel like they win this game. Uh, I agree. Um I think the Saints have shown a lot of weakness um That's true. recently. And, and I the think that Tampa Bay defense, you know. And I think Antonio Brown has a touchdown in this game. In my opinion. I, I don't know, it's just me. I don't know. But it, it's I think, just fate. It's fate. You know what I'm saying? I think I mean, the Buccaneers I think the Buccaneers are winning this game. Uh, but it will be very close. And then the last one, kind of another joke of the game, the Patriots at the New York Jets. On Monday Night Football. Yeah, um, I'll take the Patriots in this one. Yeah, you know, I, I don't see the Jets winning this. Um, I think this is a I think this is an important game for the Patriots, though. No, they're because done. They're done, but it's okay. I think, not even, not even just, like, to get back in the playoff race, but I'm saying for morale, like, for Cam yeah. Newton, he needs this game to kind of, like... Sh- Go off. Yeah. Like, I need to see something from Cam Newton in this game, in my opinion. If I'm Bill Belichick, I, I need well, to see something like, from him. to be fair, he doesn't have a good receiver to throw to, but... I mean, yeah, that's fair, but... I know They're going to be without Julian Edelman and Nikhil Harry. Yeah, um, I mean, the, the Patriots need to go out and get another receiver. I thought they might try to make a push for Antonio Brown, but no, I guess well, they didn't like it, it. That, That's never happening again, though. That will never. Know. That will never happen again. Just like after the outcome they had, uh, yeah. where they cut him because of his um the sexual allegations against them. I mean, that was just unfortunate. I mean the rape, rape allegations, whatever. Same. But yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning into our episode. 
This is going to be another exciting week of football. Some good games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. And like we said, we appreciate you guys tuning in. And we hope you guys have a great weekend. And we'll see you guys next week on Tuesday or Thursday when we upload our next episode. Justin, anything else to say to them? Nah, that's it. All right, guys. Take care. Peace out.